Yeah. We were spinning records at fraternity and sorority parties, you know. Uh, yes, go, let's go. I'm getting there. So this Jack, Jack Killian. Oh, I got a little sound effect. Look at that. <laughs> Jack Killian. It is not what you do, but who you know that knows, knows what, what you, you do. do. We've got some Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content before. is Profit yeah. podcast. So how do businesses and creators like us who did not cheat with hacks and tactics and don't want to be stuck in the content wheel of death? How do we build a modern media team and profit from our content? In this creator's economy, pre-filled templates and content calendars have become the solution for those that are not willing to put in the work and build a real business. Those that get rewarded are the ones that create and control their own process. That is right. Content can be either a distraction or your biggest lever. Here, you will learn to develop the systems to create consistently, build trust with your audience, and get the attention of those that are willing to give you money. Go to contentsprofit.com and join the community. That's right. Fancy, fancy. What's up? What are we talking about today? Tell me, tell me more, please. Today, we're talking all about how podcasting is helping today's lawyer, Ooh. right? And other small businesses. I don't well, know if no. I spilled some of the surprise it's by small, saying Small, big that. businesses, any businesses. And now I'm just saying, you spilled all the surprise. But anyways, hey, do we have a sponsor today, Fonzie? Indeed, we do. Thank you for asking, You're good welcome. sir. And today's sponsor is your own, the Biz Bros. Yes. yes, we sponsor our own podcast with Content Momentum. And you might be asking yourself, what is Content Momentum? Well, if you produce a long-form piece of content just like this one that you're listening to or watching, and you want a plug-and-play team that can multi-purpose it and maximize your effort, let's go. Slide in the DMs. We're here to help you out at BizBrosCo on Facebook, on Instagram. Guys, go ahead and follow the show because every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, these interviews are dropping right on your phone with incredible value so you can take action and take your business to the next level, whether that's five figures, six figures, million dollars. The advice <laughs> is right there, baby. Let's go. Um, I know, that's good, that's good. No, that's pretty, pretty uh, oh, good uh, pivot. <laughs> Guys, and if today's guest help you take one step closer to your goal, please don't forget to share this episode because you might be doing the exact same thing for somebody else. And don't forget to leave a five-star review. Episode 202, getting closer to a 300th episode. <laughs> really, Fonzie, yeah. Hey, 98 to go. Here we go. And today, we bring you a really good friend we met through our PodMax family. And later, he had us over on his podcast, The Accidental Entrepreneur. That is right. And we had an incredible time. He is an incredible podcaster. I hope you're ready for some golden boulders as he'll share his experience on how podcasting has helped him build key relationships within his law practice. Not to mention that he is an incredible and valuable advisor for many entrepreneurs and small businesses. He's consistently helping business owners make better decisions and improve their chances of success. So if you want some legal advice, you know who to call, baby. That is right. I feel like we're going to have to do some disclaimer here at some point. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see about that. But please welcome host of The Accidental Entrepreneur, owner of Bain Hacker Law, and new college dad, Mitch Bainhacker! Hey guys. What's up, Listen, Mitch? I just want to clarify, I'm not a new college dad. This is my 
Second kid going. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Let's so, go. You're, so you're a veteran at this point. Uh, uh, come yeah, on, Fonzie. Of, get, get your facts straight. I, I mean, know, I we, had... we're just chatting behind cameras, right? And you were telling us all this crazy story on how you guys dropped your daughter off yesterday, like like this you know, SUV plus the trailer and uh, yeah. driving back at 2 a.m. So thank you so much yeah, for making it. No, no problem. I wouldn't miss uh, seeing you guys. <laughs> and I've learned that all... All different colleges do it better or worse. This one did not do it better. So. <laughs> did not do it better. Yeah, that's awesome. Feedback, you yeah. know. So if you're that college, you know, you know what to do. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mitch, first of all, wonderful experience we had on your show. Thank you so yeah, much for great. having us last week. We had su such a blast. So, guys, please go ahead and go follow the Accidental Entrepreneur. There's incredible energy, incredible value that Mitch is providing there with with your team and and in that interview, us obviously. Anyways, <laughs> enough about yeah. us. Tell us about you, Mitch. Like how, like, tell me like a little bit of your backstory, why sure. helping businesses, why business low, and then later, like why, why publishing, right? I think that that's like a, a super interesting mix. Uh, okay. Well, we'll get to the publishing last. So um, I, I've been an entrepreneur since I was a kid. I used to have businesses during the summers and I used to, you know, make, make fishing rods and tennis rackets. And I had a detailing business through high school, which I sold from it to college, um, We had a DJ business we bought from one of the, in my fraternity, there was a DJ company. The guys were graduating, so we bought the company from them. It was, uh, we changed the name actually to Shut Up and Dance, which was kind of fun. Yes. And we used to spin, you know, in those days we actually had records. Vinyl's kind of back now, but it was gone for a while. So yeah. we were spinning records at fraternity and sorority parties. You know, uh, we would go to different colleges. I was up in Cornell, so it was upstate New York. We used to yeah. drive around and do and do stuff. So I sold that. And then I've always been interested in, 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 in business and, yeah. and planning and all that kind of stuff. So when I went to law school, I, I went to law school really because I didn't know what, I didn't, I didn't know what to do after college. So I was <laughs> with a buddy of mine one night and he's like, I think I'm going to law school. And I was like, okay, I'll go to law school too. So then <laughs> two weeks later, he bailed on law school. He's now in the real estate <laughs> business. And I decided that I would take my dying grandmother's wish to go to law school. That's what, yep. by the way, that's guys, when you're Jewish and you have a grandmother, that's her dying wish is that you go to law school or medical school. <laughs> so it has to so happen. I was not good at science. So, <laughs> so I went to medical school. I went to medical, I went to law school and um, in law school, I became interested in tax and planning and small business. And, you know, one thing led to another, I, I came out of uh, law school and I got jobs working for some law firms, some financial planning firms. My yeah. father's been in the life insurance business for a long time. I went to work with life insurance companies, doing a lot of planning. And usually those guys, there's a lot of planning that goes on around the products that they sell. So I was yeah. traveling around the country, talking to different groups around the country about charitable planning and, and estate planning and business planning, all kinds of stuff. So it just kind of, yeah. you know, worked its way. And now 30 years later, I've been I've been practicing. So my practice now is really just a solo practice. I've had partners over the years, but solo practice. I work with, uh, you know, small business owners, helping them, you know, start, form, grow, merge, bring in new partners, retire, sell, um, all that type of stuff. And, uh, and I still do a lot of the estate planning too. So I handle their estate planning that kind of fits within their planning, whether it's partners or business owners yeah. or brothers or family businesses and, It's all kind of fits together, but I don't, I don't go to court uh, with very limited exception unless I'm in handcuffs and <laughs> so, so you, you don't want me representing. Yeah, we, we don't want that. Yeah. So, so Mitch, <laughs> like how, how I'm, I'm curious, like we get, we can talk a little bit about the, the business law because I think you're sure. the, the first person that, that we bring to the show on this topic. 
when we started the business about six years ago, this was probably the last thing in our minds, right? Like on our right. minds, we're like, we don't even, I, I didn't have an idea that this even existed for, for that. Like, because we're not well, looking that. My, my, my only experience with business law <laughs> was has been a, a class that I took in the <laughs> so, community college that I went to. Um, yeah, you probably learned a lot more than you think you learned. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Uh, I mean, the grades didn't reflect that. Let me tell you, <laughs> un, 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 unfortunately. So, um, but yeah, so I, in here, I'm like, dude, I want to learn so, so much more about this. Yeah, so I, I'm curious, right? Because now, six years down the road, I, we've, we've, obviously, we started super bootstrap. We were just in an interview, and this is the, the story that we we're sh sharing. But as yeah. we increase our resources, right, then, you know, we, we hire an accountant, and we do this, and we do tax planning, and XYZ, things that have grown to quite a bit, right? And from from six years ago now yeah why is this so important for a, a, a business owner right like a small business owner if you're forming a partnership obviously my partnership with, with fonzi here we we're 50 50 you right. know even though i do like 80 percent of the job no i'm kidding fonzi, <laughs> fonzi does more than i do but uh why is this so important why does a, a small business owner has to keep an eye on this um, okay, and, and I'll, I'll I'll preface my remarks in saying that I I'm, I'm barred in New Jersey, right? So I, for the most part, without with the exception of like federal tax planning, I yeah. practice in New Jersey for New Jersey business owners. But but the the answer to your question is more of a universal answer because it's true in all states. Okay, yeah. if you own a business, if you're out there in commerce, you're selling something, you're providing a service, mm -hmm. you have potential liability that you can be exposed to. So operating as what we call a solo, a solo proprietorship, yeah. which you can't do that, the two of you, because you're partners, but you could be a partnership. You don't have to be an LLC or corporation. Yeah. Exposes you to personal liability. So if you're dealing with somebody and you mess up or something you do or sell hurts somebody, they can sue you and they can sue you personally. So if you have an LLC, a limited liability company in Mo available, I think now in every state in the country, but certainly most 98% of them, or you have a corporation, they have to sue the corporation or the LLC. They can't sue you personally, short of like committing fraud or things like that. But if you're following the rules, yeah, they can't sue you personally. Now, you also should have insurance. Obviously, you should have a business owner's policy, a basic uh, business owner's policy. It has liability coverage and things like that. But basically what it gives you is an attorney that's going to defend you by the insurance company if somebody were to if somebody were to sue you. So yeah. in, in very few instances do I recommend anybody operate as a sole proprietor. Okay. Now maybe you're just getting started, you're toying around with your idea, you're a sole proprietor, start out just your name. Maybe you register a name in your county or with the state, depending on how your state works. But very few people should really be operating as solo as a solo sole proprietor because you know, to set up an LLC in most states, it's a couple hundred bucks. You can usually do it online. Yep. You could, I wouldn't recommend that you don't use an attorney, but if you don't, you can go to some of these services like, you know, legal zoom, but giving me hives, just talking about <laughs> it, but you can. And, and, you know, for surprisingly for about the same money, you would pay an attorney to do it for you. They set it up for you and you get no legal advice. So be careful about that. Mm. But there are services out there that you can do it online and not leave yourself completely exposed so that that's the one side the liability side right mm -hmm. and there are some tax advantages both at the state level and the federal level depending on how you're structured you can take an llc and treat it like an s corporation for tax purposes you can treat it like a partnership there's s yeah. corporates but that's a cpa a, an accountant accounting discussion with your accountant who's located in the state in which you do business right yeah the other side of it is if you have a partner or you have multiple partners or you have family members that you deal with 
putting things in writing and having agreements is really important to the success of your business. First, it avoids problems between yeah. fights between the two of you as to, you know, you tell me Fonzie does more work than you. I, well, so he's winning the game. But I get a lot of times where brothers and sisters and siblings end up in business because maybe their parents started the business yeah. and it's not 50-50. It was supposed to be 50-50, but now one of the brothers is, you know, going out and driving his car around and getting haircuts during the week and, and whatever. And he's not really doing his share of the work and they have nothing in, write, uh, <laughs> in writing to deal with it. But you want to have the rules set when you're still friends and everyone's getting along and this is how yeah, we deal with it. Yeah. And you want to have things that say, okay, what if we don't get along? And what if we fight? How do we resolve that? Yeah. That's true too. If you're dealing with customers, you have selling things to people, you should do it in writing. If, if you get to the point where your business is big enough, where you're concerned, well, what happens if one of us dies or one of us becomes disabled or one of us wants to leave the business? Yeah. You should have what's called a buy-sell agreement that addresses basically four issues. One is if you get sued. Two is if you want to walk away from the business. Three is if you become disabled and can't work anymore. And four is if you pass away and die young prematurely. Yeah. Okay, So you deal with those things. You can buy – in certain cases, you can buy life insurance if you're young between the two of you. So if one of you dies – you're, you're, you're not in business with your other, your, your your brother or your friend's spouse, and she gets money to walk away. Sometimes that's not an option, but you know it's things it's things to look yeah. at. So that's why it's really important when it comes to law to know the law, and and be set up properly. You also need to know the laws how it applies to the industry in which you work because you may need a license from the town yeah. or the county or the state in which you do business. You may need to follow certain rules if you're dealing with a consumer product or, you know, maybe you want to protect the name content is profit. So you may want to file a trademark mm -hmm. with the U S patent and trademark office, which you can do online these days. You may need an attorney. You can do it yourself, but you can get a registered mark. Yeah. Um, you, you can, maybe you invented something you want to get a patent. Yeah. So, so the law pervades your business, whether you like it or not. So if you ignore yeah. it yeah. and just say, Oh yeah, we're out there doing stuff. Nine times out of ten, something happens. There's somebody who comes yeah. into your life who's trying to take something from you yeah. or trying to hurt you uh, financially or legally, and you're not prepared for it. So you got to do those things fairly early on. Once you launch, mm. and it's not a joke anymore, you should be doing, you know, getting your own federal tax ID number, filing a separate return for the business. Yeah, and and have it set up that way. No, and I see Fonzie's taking notes. So oh, Fonzie is like, so here's why he's taking wait, notes. Wait, wait, be, be. <laughs> I've taken more notes than I took in all my class of business <laughs> law <laughs> in, in the community college, right? So here's why he's taking notes because like he's he gets to be the creative and the fun brother, right? Like the integrator operator, like is me, it's this guy. So I'm the I'm one like, that I, got, I gotta cover my booty right here. I'm, you know? I'm the one that's been <laughs> handling all that for the last. Was like three years and 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 this is so cool like we have listeners in, in new jersey right like so it, this is so cool so if, if this like this applies to you please get in contact with mitch like we're gonna put all the all the links yeah. right, like right below but i remember and if you're not in my state i'll find you something especially down by you guys i have a huge yeah. network in florida so. i love it nice. i love it and you yeah. know as you were explaining all this i'm like yep wait i went through that right and it was no we never had really like you know knock on wood a negative experience but these are things that as we were moving and growing as a business like we started to to hire people and then you know we're going through taxes and like hey do you have this in place and that in place and that in place right and for those that are running maybe a fairly small business right that yeah this is not a thing that you might have thought from day one i highly recommend go look into it because what it, what happened to me was I got presented with the thing that I had to do, and then this set me back operationally away from really paying attention to 
what I really wanted to do in the business, right? Like, I'm, and I'm being completely honest, right? Like, I'm, it doesn't thrill me to tr try to take care of all of this, but we have right. to do it, right? Is the, the, yeah, yeah. the right thing to do. So uh, I want to encourage you to take care of that early on because you're going to have the, you're going to be set up to do what you love and follow your passion and, and with your business and serve more people because you are protected, right? Like it's, it's like right. that is story or that, that when you're in the plane, right? Like, and the oxygen mask come down, right? They tell you, put the, your mask first and then put it to the, in the person next to you or the kid, because you got to be okay first before you take mm -hmm. care of the other. So Mitch, thank you so much for this massive crash course on, on baseline again, like, please, no this that is was just the beginning beginner level <laughs> beginner extra beginner level that yeah. clearly fancy missed in in college so. Mitch, I, I love this and just so you know one of the things that i wrote here was haircut joke right because you were talking about, about the haircut i was like clearly my brother is the one getting haircuts over here i know um but mitch i love this right and it actually i think this would be such valuable content you can i feel like you can become the the robin hood of entrepreneurs <laughs> man you can create all this incredible content educating yeah. people about this about business law right the importance of having everything in order when you are you know building something that might be important to you right, right. and yep. my, my mind actually goes to uh this guy that i found on tiktok that he is not a lawyer, just so you know. He's a business owner, but he has experience with this type of stuff. And he creates these videos where he just, like, illustrates them on on paper. And then he just Very, records and has, like, works, yeah. Yeah, and has, like, a, a voiceover. A voiceover. Like, like whiteboard animation almost? Yeah, but uh, he's drawing. Yeah, like he's drawing. So drawing he, it? Yeah, he just draws it on a piece of paper and then he's he does also a, an artist. a voiceover, right? And yeah. when I saw his videos, I was like, man, this is so cool. It's, I mean, bite-sized, educational, about things that most entrepreneurs actually do not discuss because let's be real, most people out there online, they're discussing how to scale, how to sell more, right? Like it's all boring. this thing, because it's, it's the- know, It's shiny. It, exactly, it's the, it's the, oh, it's the, the exactly. cute thing, right? But right. if you can make this content, right, in a way that people want to consume and they want to be educated and the way you presented it to us is, like, hey, look, there's massive, there's a good amount of risk if you don't have these things covered. Huge amount of risk. Exactly. Right. When people understand that, I think that's when yeah. you get interested. And again, going back to my college class, <laughs> I did not see that. I, I'm not going to lie. That professor didn't sell business law too good to me. Right. I mean, I, I just went in the class. He's not a like, practicing lawyer. He's a professor. So that's the problem. Exactly. Right. I was like, oh, man, like if you would have shown me the risk of not knowing this information, I would have been way more involved. Right. I probably would have been way more interested in in that class. So I think sure. I, I see you creating all this content <laughs> right, for people and yeah. getting them all excited about it yeah. and you becoming an incredible resource for entrepreneurs. Now, that being said. You do create content, right? You have, yeah. you're, you're the host of the, the accident entrepreneur. And I mean, what is it? Over 170 episodes. Yeah. I'm a whole step. I do everything. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. So, so where did the motivation to start that podcast came from, right? Like why was it that you build the accidental entrepreneur? I mean, I can tell through your past, right? Tennis rackets, DJing, all these <laughs> things that you need to do, yeah. right? How kind of like why, the, what the name comes about, but yeah, what motivated you to start this and what is the purpose of it? So you want the whole like dirty story and the secrets. That yes, of course, oh, of course. Okay, so um, 
Yeah. So as as a lawyer, right? So I've been practicing for like 30 years and it probably took me 25 years to realize that as a lawyer, you really should market your services and get yourself out there. And now with social media and everything, it's easier to get out there. But a lot of lawyers are not good at that. We, we don't get any training. If you go to most legal websites, they are billboards on a highway that nobody's driving down and they don't do anything. And, they, and when you yeah, get to the website, yeah. they don't engage you and bring you into the legal world because a lot of it's boring. So I listen to podcasts. I listen to a ton of podcasts, business yeah. podcasts, history podcasts, all kinds of really cool stuff that I found online that I kind of stumbled upon and over the years. And then about two and a half years ago, I saw it. Maybe it was a Pat Flynn video or something else about podcasting. And they said, you know, you can start a podcast for 75 bucks. I've told this story before. So if anybody's listening yes. and I was like, don't you need like, like you guys, don't you need like a board and a studio <laughs> and like, like a, like a guy holding a mic over my head and doing <laughs> editing and all this stuff. So I was like, okay. And I had partners at the time, but I figured for 75 bucks, I could do whatever I want. So I got 75 bucks. We bought like a, a really cheap, like USB hub. I had a little laptop. We had a couple of these mics. They were USB mics. They're, these are XLR, but you know, these are better mics now. And the sound was terrible. So <laughs> I started doing this thing. So like you said, I said, well, what am I going to do? I, I know this great content. Let's help people if they're if they need to do legal things on their own like you got to go to court because you got a speeding ticket but you're not going to pay an attorney 1500 bucks for a 30 dollars ticket or a 50 dollars ticket mm -hmm. you want to negotiate it down or you do have to sue somebody maybe in your business mm -hmm. and they they owe you 1500 bucks or two thousand dollars it's going to cost you more than that to hire a lawyer for your business right now there are certain circumstances where as a business owner you have to have a lawyer you can't represent the company yourself but for the most part usually small claims court you can okay so I was putting all this content together. I'm scripting all this stuff, and we're we're recording it. We I had partners at the time, so a buddy of mine listened to it, and he said, "I said, what do you think of the content?" He goes, "Oh, it's really helpful." And I said, well, what, "No, what do you really think of it?" He goes, "It's totally boring. Nobody." <laughs> and I said, "You sure?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's freaking boring. It's important, Stop. but it's boring." So I said, "Well, that's not going to work." So he scrapped that whole idea, and I was talking to a friend of mine. He's, he was my first guest. You go way back. You guys are on 202, right? Yes, sir. So I rec I recorded 187 today at one. Yes, so go, let's go. I'm getting there. So this Jack Jack Killian. Oh, I got a little sound effect. Look at that. <laughs> Jack Killian. Jack Killian was my first guest. First episode. First two episodes it was two part. So I said, Jack, come to my office. We're going to do this podcast. He says, What's well, a podcast? And <laughs> we're going to record. So Jack's like in in his 80s now. This is a couple of years ago, and he tells me his whole story. Turns out. He's been through the 40s. He was involved in starting Rolling Stone magazine. Wow. He ran five businesses. His dad died in the middle. There was $23 in the bank. They owned two million. He tells us the whole story. Also turns out he went to my high school. Now, of course, before I was born, but he went to my high school and <laughs> met his wife. World, there. They're yeah. still together. Yeah. yeah. Small world. So he tells his whole story. So I'm listening to his whole story and I'm like amazed at it. And I was good at it, good at interviewing. So I said, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. We're going to tell the story of entrepreneurs and business owners and people in the small business industry that bring information and make it interesting to tell and share our stories and help people get a hold of their business about writing a business plan and doing all these things legally, but make it interesting. So that's where it started. And then one day I was like, what am I going to call this thing? You know, I was like, let's talk legal. I'm like, well, that's boring. So I was <laughs> thinking of all these different things. And then you guys are young, but there was a movie called The Accidental Tourist. It was mm. it was starring William Hurt. If you heard of it, and, I've, I've heard of it. Never watched it. Should we? Okay, so Should we watch? I can't even tell you what the movie's about. It was a long <laughs> time ago. Although I did see it, 
And something must have popped up on Netflix, and there was like the accidental uh, the accidental tourist, and they showed some other movies. I'm like, that's what it is, the accidental entrepreneur, because I get more people that come to me after the fact, and they go, listen, I started a business like three, four months ago, five months ago, a year and a half ago. I got to shut down. We're going out of business. We got a lease. We rented equipment. We had all kinds of stuff. I don't know what to do. And I go to them and I say, well, what does your business plan say? And they go, what business? <laughs> well, I, I don't have a business plan. Yeah. And I go, that's the problem. They're going into business without a plan, yeah. totally haphazard. So I said, I'm going to put the message out there that we're going to help people learn from all the people that have tried and failed and succeeded and so forth to get a hold of their business and improve. I'm a lawyer. I'm never going to guarantee anything. Improve their chances of being successful. And there are tried and true principles for you to follow yeah. to be successful from a legal standpoint and with regard to what you guys do from a content and marketing standpoint. Yeah. None of the lawyers do it. So that's the message that I am going right. So when I guest, I talk about putting things in writing and I do a lot of research on memory and how your memory works and why you never remember things properly and how the law thinks you do remember everything properly, which is a big problem. Yeah. yeah. That's what I talk about in the cut and I enjoy podcasting. So that's become like the, the wheel, the center of my content marketing. Yeah. And then I do blogging and I guest and I speak and I put together some eBooks here and there and I'm working on so a book. Cool. And so it all kind of feeds off of that, but yeah. that's kind of where I, I came from. And I'm not suggesting everybody should do podcasting. That would not be good for you and I, <laughs> um, but if you really want to, if you like talking on the mic and you like all this cool equipment, it's not too expensive. Although your, your board's more expensive than mine. My board's only <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll share about the, we'll, we'll show about the board in a second. <laughs> yeah. I, so um, I have the uh, Yamaha and, uh, but I can't do sound effects. And <laughs> if you enjoy that stuff, that's great, but it's something, yeah. if you're going to do, podcasting for example with you're a lawyer or you're you own a store or you're a, you cook or whatever you want to be consistent about it you can't write like you guys said content is profit it's not because you put out one blog yeah you got to be consistent about it. so you got to do something that is something you you can continue to do when i was doing the podcast for law and i was writing things it became very clear to me that in six weeks i'm going to be out of content right I, I want to repeat what I'm doing. So yep. when I hit the whole, when I hit the road with, okay, I'm going to get guests. I, I have, I don't have to do a lot of preparation. They yeah. provide the content. I am, I, I was networking at the time because of COVID and was finding guests everywhere. Now I have, um, I've hit the circuit of PR people, you know, of, uh, you know, promotional people that want to place people on podcasts. And I get guest suggestions multiple guest suggestions yeah. every single day of the week. Oh I'm boy. Sure you guys do too. Oh, I yeah. doubt most of them I reject, but I do find some very mm -hmm. interesting people and they, they have businesses or experiences, whatever. And I bring some really cool people on to the show to yeah. talk about what they did as an entrepreneur. They got started, what they're doing now and share their ideas. And so it's, mm -hmm. so it's become something that like you guys are doing 200 episodes has been sustainable. Yeah. Yep. I'm now trying to mix it up. I'm trying to do some series. Once I hit 200, I'm working on a, a craft brewery series, yes. a distillery series. Yes. A, you know, I don't know. Maybe we'll do businesses in Nashville. Businesses of Key West because I like Key West. That will um, be so fun. Yeah. Businesses of, I don't know, we'll pick a town. Maybe we'll do it together. And we'll do some towns down in Latin America and where you guys are yeah, from. Yeah. You guys are from... Colombia, Venezuela, Venezuela, perfect. yeah, Even one better. of the probably most corrupt countries in the world, but and, you know, <laughs> perfect, you know, <laughs> perfect, yeah, yeah, that'll um, do for a good story, that's for yeah. sure, yeah, exactly. So you got to mix it up a little bit, but 
you got to be able to be consistent or else yeah. you're going to yeah. waste a lot of time. Yeah. Just just saying we have a project that we've been talking about Ooh. that I think <laughs> a yeah. law vertical would be pretty good, Mitch. So we, we're going to yeah, we're going to have to talk about that. Okay. Um, I love something that you mentioned, right? You said that I think it was like after a few episodes, you were like, OK, what else? Am I going to say, am I going to repeat myself, right? Yeah. And we were in a very similar situation too with Content is Profit. Episode 20 came. <laughs> we're like, we ran out of things to say. Right. What are you doing? Right? Yeah. That's this, even worse because two of us, right? Yeah. So it would be like, okay, it'll be like double the episode. But like, <laughs> I, I will say this, and this is something that we actually learn after, right? Along the ride. You can craft the same message in many different ways, right? right. And a reminder that you are the only one that listens to 100% of your message, right? So yeah, somebody, right. let's say we're talking about what to do with your business if you die, right? Right. A hook. I mean, you're not going to do, but like what other people, <laughs> what other people are going to do, do yeah, right? right? Uh, what, do before. Yeah. That's I fine. mean, did you lift anything in writing? Whatever. The point right. is. If you're dead, this podcast is made for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So what, that, that's the amount of reach we got. But we go beyond the living. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the point is we can talk about that topic multiple times. And guess what? Yeah. Maybe somebody caught it on episode one. But somebody might have skipped the first 100 episodes. And when we reference it again and talk about it again on episode, you know, 150, they're right. going to be like, wow, this is pretty cool. Right. So sometimes it does get overwhelming. The fact that it's like, oh, I'm going to have to repeat my information. And, you know, it happens when we are guesting on even when we get different people on the podcast because we share the same stories over and over again. Right. Yeah. Me but too. yeah. So I, I just wanted to add that in there so people don't think they always have to be doing or saying something different, right? Because repeat story, right? Being top of so, mind is of part course. of the process of, of publishing yeah, and, I think and creating you guys, content. It's a big part of your message. And and a lot, of, a lot of people don't realize this. You should be repurposing your content, you know, taking snippets out, whether you're doing a headliner or you're putting, you know, throwing a blog out or something on LinkedIn or whatever, just to share older episodes and bring things up. Yeah, I mean, whether it's a blog, I don't care what it is. You should be chopping it yeah. up and making, you know, tons of stuff out of it. And you and I both know if you have 200 episodes, you probably never have to record another episode in your life. You could just repurpose the stuff for the next 20 years. Yeah, so, yeah. so but, yeah, yeah. funny story. We had a, I had a call with one of our initial business partners and in our adventure with content, right? And we're like, hey, we're talking about like... Uh, an experience that's about to happen in a month. And, and uh, it's like, how have you been, man? And I'm like, oh, you know, I got, I got COVID like three weeks ago, right? Oh, and nice. we talked about this, right? You, I think yeah. you were the first interview of, of us like coming back <laughs> right. to, to the right. circuit, it right? the first bad one back. And it's like, yeah. man, like, really? Like, I thought you guys were like still like going. And and that's the, that's the amazing perception of continuously creating and putting stuff out there, right? Because even though we were completely out for about two weeks as far as like public and and content and creation and this stuff the machine kept running and the perception outside was that everything was moving forward which it was like production wise right but content wise it was still out there so i want to encourage everybody right like let's figure out a way to to create that safety net. now i want to highlight something that you said at the very beginning sure that i think is super important uh and and is I, I love that you brought it on you said that you were consuming podcasts right and yeah. then you decided to start there right and and i think that 
that has to be highlighted big time because the content that we con- that, that we consume is content that we enjoy. Now it's right. gonna the f- the friction level to produce that is gonna be a lot less than trying to tackle a new platform, mm-hmm. right? So a of lot of course. people out there, what happens is, oh, okay, I gotta create content, right? Mike, okay, and then they start looking online what to create or how to create, right. like what is the shiny object? Should I be in TikTok? Should I be in this? Should I be on that? Should I write a blog, right? And there's different steps that we have to it can, follow. It can get overwhelming can get pretty quick. Very, uh, well, that's what I tell people. If you're a good writer and you like to write, do blogging. If you want to be exactly. on video and do some funny stuff and do a little video, you go on TikTok or YouTube. Yep. Yeah. It, you know, if, uh, whatever fits you because you're right. It's a marathon that you yep. won't be able to run if so, you don't enjoy it and you're always looking for stuff. Yeah. I've gotten to the point where I really don't have to look for stuff, but I'm just like you guys. I schedule stuff out. I have yeah. episodes recorded and ready to go out through September. Yeah. Uh, nice. End of September, actually. Exactly. And you know, you can schedule it all. You can schedule your blog post. You can. There's mm-hmm. ways to do that to have it come out. You don't have to be that day. I mean, you <laughs> guys do live content, but you don't have to be that day posting and sending out your blog. You can schedule your newsletter, your email list. You're good to you go. Know, you're posting the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Like I, I think your your story is so powerful because you're also in a market where this is not common, right? Like I don't know. Right. Maybe it's becoming more common but it's it's not like we had a conversation with a local lawyer what, in law you mean in the legal profession yeah so we had a yeah we had the a only conversation. ones are service companies that service lawyers and trying to reach lawyers there's one guy in the midwest his name is his name is mitch actually <laughs> mitch jackson and he's yeah. got a podcast with so the mitch jackson podcast he's the only guy i've found that has yeah I, there are probably others but and you know what, what? What I feel uh, this why this is so important, right? Like in the in the in the world that we live now, right? You you have uh, a decision to make, right? Like if you're a business owner, there's a lot of decisions that you gotta make, right? Like I, I right. come home and then Katie's like, "Hey, what do you want to eat?" Uh, I don't know. You make the decision because I've made so <laughs> many decisions. Today. It's decision exhaustion, and she she doesn't think that's a real thing, but it is. <laughs> Anyways, so you, to make a decision, right, we have to be educated, right? Like clearly, if you're an entrepreneur like Fonzie, it doesn't pay attention to business law class. That 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 distance is gonna be way bigger, right? So. That's where you come in because you are feeding information to get to that point. At the same right. time, you're building trust, you're building rapport because you're likable, you have the show, you're being consistent. That line of people, there's going to be people ready to buy nine months, six months, three months, you know, one month tomorrow, right? And then those people are going to start feeding through that line of education that you're creating to get to your point where you can really help them with their business. So this is why it's right. so important right now. If you're any kind of business, service-based, any kind of business, this is so important that you need to be publishing and putting your message out there. So yeah. Mitch, I want to say thank you because you're the example of this and you you are doing it. And I'm so excited yeah. that we were able to connect. So, so on yeah. that topic, I'm curious on what hasn't been the what has been the impact of publishing and podcasting in in your business, right? These relationships that you've managed to build. Well, um, it definitely took a while. You know, I was getting mm-hmm. a lot of play. People were commenting who knew me and knew my networks. But now, um, since I've been doing it for two and a half years, you know, the, the, enough episodes and information has kind of passed around sharing of posts and things like that, that I, I get a lot, I, you know, I get, I get leads all the time from people. I get referred, you know, they're like, well, you know, this person told me about this because they heard about this and they listened to your episode or whatever. And it's not always direct. A lot of it's indirect, yeah. but you have to keep going. And, and also as part of the podcast, and you should do this for any content you're putting out, yeah. I've built an email list over the years. So I have yeah. you know, 2,500 plus on the list. 
and I'm always adding people Incredible. and trying to connect with them and have them subscribe to the newsletter, which they're more than welcome to do. They go to buyhackerlaw.com. The thing yeah. pops up, I think, at the beginning. But the link's and right below. All you got to do is scroll yeah, down. Exactly. Down there. Yes. And they, no, my yeah, mine pops up in the in the front. So <laughs> if you if but you got to do that. That's part of the whole process, right? Yes. You can't just put content out and expect people to find it. You, you want to yep. create a keep in touch program. There was a book I read years ago. I just recommended it to a friend that the current version, they were like, oh my God, I've been looking all my life for this book. So write this down, Fonzie. Um, You're ready. It's called The Referral of a Lifetime. It's like a hundred page book. It's a story. It's written like a parable, like a lot of these, uh, um, you know, um, gung-ho type of books. And it's a story about a woman that goes into a coffee shop. She's struggling with the business. She goes through this journey of meeting these five, four or five different people who all give her suggestions at a how to keep in touch with your customers, mm-hmm. with your contacts, and people, and how to build a keep in touch list. Now, 15 years ago, it was hard. You had to send out postcards. You had to mail to people and send out. Mm-hmm. Now, it's easy with email and everything. But I highly recommend the book. I don't get paid for it. I don't even know the author. And it is all about building a keep in touch program. It even has a, a sample letter in there. Like if you if you say, well, my God, I haven't you know reached out to all the people I know in years. Yeah. There's a sample letter to say, hey, listen, we did, we haven't done a good job of keeping in touch with the people that are important to us, that we do business with, that we love and care about. But I'm making a mm-hmm. promise to you now that that will not happen again. And I've taken the liberty of adding you to our mailing list. If you want to be removed at any time, you can unsubscribe, you know, that type of thing. And it's a powerful message because a lot of people miss that step. What they do is they, they create mm-hmm. content, especially lawyers, and they they post it somewhere or they write a blog or they have an ebook or whatever and they do repurpose it sometimes but they're not building a list of people that are raising their hand and saying hey keep in touch with me you know so people yeah. hear from me yeah, twice yeah. a week because of the podcast sometimes more some people unsubscribe because they're like mitch i don't like to hear from you so much I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. but i stay top of mind and that's really important when it comes to you know, doing all this stuff because that's how you stay top of mind. You got to stay in front of people. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that word. Top of mind. Well, that's top three words. Just one word. Top of mind. Top of mind. Yeah. Top of mind. But you know, the, the, I think it was like about three weeks ago, I was reading this book um, about networking. Right. And probably the phrase that stood out the most was, Kind of like that typical phrase that a lot of people say is not what you do, but who you know, right? Always. Well, yep, always. in this book, they added one extra piece, which was, it is not what you do, but who you know that knows, knows what, what you, you do. do, right? And that yeah. is so important. And, you so know, important. podcasting is a great tool for that, right? So managing, you know, actually getting to know more people and they now know what you do. Plus what you're you know, sharing right now, which is how do I manage that relationship after, right? Because that, and I think that's a very important point that a lot of people miss with podcasting, which is there's a relationship after the podcast, right? That you can leverage and not only you, but for, for the sake of, of everybody involved, right? You can give them referrals to them. They can give you referrals to you. Maybe there's no referrals involved, but maybe one of the other becomes a client who knows right there's, there's they just share your episode and eventually it gets to somebody who reaches out to you exactly yeah. right That's there's so the much game. so oh. much upside and there's so much missed opportunity yeah. right there i mean i cannot tell you how many times we've talked to people where they're like how do i how do i get in more podcasts right and we're like 
Have you asked the people <laughs> that you've been on their podcast if they got somebody else that they could introduce you to, for right. example? And they're like, wow, I never thought of that. And it's like the most simple thing, right? right. Or, and you know, there's all kinds of guesting sites where you can, yeah. you can register for free. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I find it, I mean, I, I love the relationship aspect of, of podcasting, even content creation in general especially nowadays you start seeing it uh it's very trendy even on on the music side of things all the music that's coming out They're is collab collaborations yeah. and they they have their own podcast shows and they go on these morning shows and whatever but they're all doing collaborations is the name of the game whether you're gonna yeah. do youtube yeah. whatever collaboration because right. now you start no, tapping I've done a lot of collaborations other podcasters yep. and stuff you know it, i was telling you before before we we're on with um I was on Esar Metis. I was on yep. his podcast, the E Tribe. Yeah, and we were kind of doing a dual episode, so we both released the thing. But he said to me, and and I knew this already, but he said to me, you know, when you do this stuff, especially podcasting, it's like magic. If you just keep doing it, and you're just putting out good content, you keep connecting with people, it all comes back. Mm -hmm. And it takes a while. It's a long game. It's not a short game. You can't do it in a month. Yep. But you get out six months, a year, a year and a half, and you're still putting stuff out. It starts to really, really build uh, momentum for any business yeah. because people, like you say, you build rapport. You build relationships with people. They're listening to your voice for even if they don't do it for more than 10 or 15 minutes, but they're doing it consistently. Then they subscribe to your podcast and they get all the episodes. You know, I, I turn on the car half the time and your guy's voice jumps in by <laughs> listening to a podcast and it pops I, in. I'm in the sorry middle. about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, Mitch, I want, I want to be like, I want to bring like a real tangible example of this. Like this just happened yesterday, right? Like, um, So we have we have a, a local relationship with a with a studio owner. Like so, he owns the studio where people go and record shows in there, right? Mm -hmm. Like we where we used to have the office, right? He was like next door to us almost, and then he went to a bigger space, and we kept we kept in touch, right? He brought us on to his first episode of his own local show. I mean, this guy has been in radio for years. He has a broadcasting company, like super awesome dude, and then. But we never like brought him like, you know, it, like we offered and he's like, no, I don't think it's like my, my time or whatever. And then we booked a guest on. He was waiting for the time to shine. It's the time to shine. Right? <laughs> and uh, we're supposed to book a guest, uh, Jerry, by the way, he just ignored. No, I'm kidding. Jer <laughs> Jerry's a cool dude. I think he's I was just listening to that episode. Uh, the, maybe. So, yeah. so we're supposed to go to this studio and then Jerry reschedules, right? He's coming next week. But Gary was there and we're like, Gary, let's do the episode with you, man. Let's, let's talk about podcasting. Right. And he was like, absolutely. So he jumped in and we did it in his studio. Right. So we interviewed him at his studio podcast suite, incredible stuff. And, um, and then we're like, we send them the content. He calls in and he's like, Hey you guys, can I have the video? Can I put it in, in my website? Absolutely. Let's do this collaboration. Right. We put it right. in there and then he calls a couple days later. He's like, guys. I just need to say thank you because like the video that we created together has brought in so many calls because we were asking him things about his business, right? So he's like literally active, like educational promotion slash awesome right. experience and brought all these business, right? And good report. And then now we have a, a free pass literally to go to his studio and record literally anytime we want. And, and obviously we're going to promote the heck out of him, right? Like, but these are the things that are business relationships. And now he, he serves the market that we serve, right? So it's at some point, if there's somebody that needs that, 
He's right. going to do it. So when I encourage everybody, like what Fonzie is saying, what you're saying, like the follow up, make sure mm -hmm. that that communication is there. And it's a, it has to be a genuine follow up to make sure that it, you are adding value to that other person. That's one of the reasons we have a surprise for our guests after the show. So just maybe or may, maybe, may, not. May, maybe not. I get a parting gift uh, like for those may, contestants, contestants. I guess you'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, <laughs> okay. you're gonna have wow. to uh, keep 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 an eye on your you know your I mailing. Use a new roadcaster. Look, imagine if that'll be the present. Imagine yeah. you get to your home right after a, a, a long day of work and there's a it big bug. Yeah. <laughs> right. You need a bigger sponsor than the Biz Bros. For that one, your pocket. Who knows? Who knows? You know, <laughs> that doesn't make financial sense. Roadcaster, <laughs> that doesn't make financial sense. You want to get someone else to pay for it? Yeah, true, true. Hey, that uh, is right. Yeah, Road. You know, I'm giving you a shout out here. Give us twelve a month, okay? That's all we need because <laughs> like we, we got need, 12, yeah. 12, 12, You know, guess a month. Anyway, so I just wanted to give that because I mean that has been so so beneficial on so many levels, right? And and you practice it, you know. We've learned it along the way. We wish we would have known this like three years ago, right? And I think that's uh, that's the real the real return on your investment is that one. Um, other than that, just like posting. You know, whatever right. TikTok oh, video. Relationships that, right? I mean, look, through Podmax, I met you guys. I've met so many friends through different events and just getting in touch with people. I met a guy who does certain kind of tax strategies um, through one of the episodes. He's heard it and then he said something on LinkedIn and he turns out he lives in the town where my son goes to school. So I went and wow, dropped him off. So we had awesome. coffee and I've referred him to people in California, all over the country. So amazing. Wow. That's so, amazing. Yeah, it all comes around. Yeah, yeah. it's all about networking. I so, love these stories. These are amazing. Uh, Mitch, yeah. let, let, let's get into so, some action points in here for okay. the entrepreneurs that are listening, right? They, right? I know for a fact that they are with pen and paper right now waiting for you, <laughs> you to, to tell them exactly what to do next, right? So if you can leave them with one action point, right? And actually, let's leave them with two. One on, okay. the, on the business law side of things, because I know... Everybody needs to get get their things in order, and yeah. one on the podcasting side, right? Content creation side. What would they be? Okay, that might be a tougher question, but the <laughs> the, the legal side, I would say to them, let's assume that they already have their company set up, right? So they're already an LLC or a corporation. If they're not, go ahead and go set do one that. up. Don't be a soldier, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's dumb. Okay, but they should make sure that they have, I would say, first a business plan. If they don't have a written business plan, you're kind of winging it all the time. It doesn't have to be some formal thing in a binder with colors and graphs and charts. Just an operational, you know, strategic guide to how you run your business, who your people are, you know, what your market looks like, your marketing, your finances. Do a business plan and use it in your business. If you do and you already do that, my second thing I would say, make sure you have your operational documents. You have an operating agreement between you and your partners, yeah. your family members, mm. uh, customer agreement, things in writing. Don't do things on a handshake. It's really, really dangerous way to do business. So that's on the law side. Okay? Perfect. So the other it. thing was the podcasting. So what am I going to say about podcasting? <laughs> um, I mean, you you have 100 and what was it, 84 episodes now? I think 187, yeah. 187. So I'm, I'm pretty sure we can find something S in there. Something will come out. Yeah. Well, if, if you're interested in getting started in podcasting, first I think you got to decide, do you want to – you know, learn about podcasting, be a, be a producer as well as a content creator because you want to control the content, the process, the creative process. 
and there are ways to do it where it's less intrusive to your life than more intrusive, or, or you really just want to get on the mic and talk to people or say what you want to say, and then go out and hire a team like yours to do the editing, do the promotion and, and get it all done. Or you could do somewhere in between. Probably they could have you guys do the promotion and they could do the editing. I don't know, but you got to figure a way to do it where it's sustainable, both from a financial standpoint, yes. it makes sense and you can keep producing content like, you know, and, and you could do one or two every couple of months, just reuse the content. Like you said, mm-hmm. keep putting it out there and, yeah. and spreading around. That's probably the, I love it. The biggest piece of advice I, I, would, I, I would give people. I love the fact that you said make sure you can keep producing the content, right? And we often talk about the minimal viable content, which is a framework that we kind of discover, kind of stumble upon as we were complicating things, right? We were adding <laughs> so it. much friction to the, the first podcast that we tried to start, which at that moment it was called Bruce and Bros, right? And... Gladly, it didn't work out, honestly. Because uh, you were drunk all the time. Ex- the exactly. Yeah. That, that, that would have been an issue I'm right fat. there, right? I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure that would have created a lot of, you know, maybe some operational problems in there. <laughs> We wouldn't need your help a, 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 lot, a lot sooner, Mitch. Um, but the, I love that because when you find out a process that works for you, that you know you can maintain for the long term... I feel like that's a huge, huge win, right? Because again, yep. and you mentioned this earlier, it's a long-term game, game, right? If you are going to do either podcasting or you're going to do any sort of content creation, it's a long-term game. You cannot expect to put one piece of content out there and be like, okay, where's my money, right? right. It, it, it's not, it doesn't work like coming. that. Exactly. So yeah. I, I really appreciate those tips. Um, Just so you guys know, we're gonna leave maybe a cool surprise in the in the description. So make sure <laughs> you scroll, tap all the links, follow Mitch everywhere. Mitch, where can they? I actually, I, I almost skip a I skip a question. I, I was about to call you out, but yeah, good, good, to call stuff you, okay, like, you cut question? up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitch, it is a, it's probably the most important the most question. important question of the okay. entire show. Where would you be if you did not publish? I, where would I be? Well, I'd still be here, but I would have no business. And I, you know, like a lot of uh, lawyers, you just be, you're scrappy about it. You're, you're reaching out to your buddies. You're going into bar events. You're talking to people. You're hoping that you run into somebody and find business, but you need to have a, it's, it's part of your funnel, right? Mm. Because regular content brings in regular business. You have to have a regular stream of business. I would be struggling because I've been there. Yes. I love it. And we have been there too. Yeah. The the, the wake up call was meeting with eight people and they were like, where is your content? And we're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's an epiphany. And hopefully people learn from you sooner. They don't have to go through the pain that you went through or me where I was like, how come I'm not like people are just knocking on my door and they need legal work. (laughs) Thousands of lawyers out there, but they call me not because I'm the best lawyer. I am the best lawyer. But yes. Beyond that, yes. they, they don't call me because I'm, I'm a good I am a good lawyer. But there's a lot of people out there just because they think of me or they heard about me or they listen to a podcast or they heard me on your show or they got recommended from somebody. Yes. You have to have all these things going on at the same time. Yeah. yeah, that's that's I love that. And the fact that we the reason why we ask a question is, you know, to put it in perspective for people. Right. Because sometimes they push it too long. There might be, you know, some fears, some false beliefs here and there that are stopping them from starting their publishing journey. 
And, yeah. you know, the sooner they can get it started, the sooner they can get things moving and into momentum is going to be better for them. So that's the reason why we ask this question, right? Um, honestly, every single time we, we ask it is also a reminder, right? A reminder is like, wow, we, need, we cannot stop, right? And, right? and hopefully for you, Mitch, as well, it, it, it makes you look back and, and, you know, be proud of what you've done. 187 episodes, right? That, that's... Absolutely amazing. So thank you, you so know much. What, Luis, uh, Fonsi, I, because you're both Luis, I, um, <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say one thing because the guy on my podcast at two at one o'clock today brought up a point. I thought it was a really good point, And you just said something, right? I don't want people to take it that they got to write a business plan. They got to do all this stuff as a reason for them not to, to do things, mm-hmm. right? You can't wait for all the lights to turn green to head towards town because it's not gonna, it's not true. It's not going to happen. Yep. You just got to get out there and do it. The podcast wasn't what it is today right from the get-go. So you got to start p- putting out content. It won't be perfect to start. Your message will change. Your yeah. branding will change, but you have to do it because preparing to do it isn't getting you anywhere. So I don't want people to take the message from me that's, well, Mitch, I need a business plan, so I better sit down and spend the next six months writing a business plan, make sure it's perfect. Don't keep running your business and do that at the same time. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. F- fail forward. I love it, right? I mean, we're going to make mistakes. There's going to be challenges and we learn along the way. But yeah, just like you mentioned, if we wait to have it perfect 100% to launch, we're, we're never going to do anything. Um, nope. So just just get started. And you guys didn't do it either. You, your whole thing progressed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Bruce and Bros, we try to make it as perfect as we could. I uh, <laughs> guess how many episodes uh, episodes of Bruce and Bros are out there published? Zero. A big fat zero, right? Uh, it's yeah. okay. they're, they're in the vault. We've mentioned them so many times that I'm sure that we're going to get an immense amount of money at one point for somebody that's going to buy those episodes. Be yeah, like, yeah, Netflix yeah. special. Be uh, yeah, exactly. Limited series. <laughs> By the way, like I'm going to put this out to the universe. We want a sitcom of the Bruce and everything oh, that you guys would be great you that, got that accent <laughs> i know yeah definitely if you need if you need a, if you need a you know a guy to represent you hey I'm, let's I'm go hey. all right yeah you're, to, you're top of mind you're let's top of mind for us now Mitch. let's go uh mitch where can and, people and when you sign that deal with spotify too i'll look at the contract for you let's do it let's Wait, make we're, it happen we're gonna kickstart our rapper career <laughs> <laughs> well your rapper career yeah. what uh mitch where can people find you where can people connect with you what, what's the best way um, yeah, my, the website's bindhackerlaw.com. Um, I'm actually in the process of rebuild, kind of splitting off my personal brand from my from the website. But right now, it's bindhackerlaw.com. There will eventually be mitchbindhacker.com. But you can follow me on follow the podcast and me on social media: LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. I think we put it out there. Uh, yeah, probably those. I I think I have a Pinterest account, but I don't think I posted too <laughs> okay. much on it. So. But so, I'm easy to find. And if you go to the website, you can join the mailing list too. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. So thank you, Mitch. So that is www.b-e-i-n-h-a-k-e-r-l-a-w, bainhackerlaw.com. Um, yeah. I mean, crowd just went crazy. Good job, man. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, <laughs> I, I did crush spelling B growing up. Just throwing that out there. There you go. <laughs> Oh, not, not like I was watching it in the computer <laughs> for, as I was spelling no, it. <laughs> for but, those missing, like if it's spell, if fancy spelling is going to be right below. You got to do a scroll down. Click the link right there. Easy yeah. PC. Technology makes it so easy, guys. Absolutely. I just wanted to spell it because as I was writing the name, 
I put a yeah. C in hacker, right? And some I was people like, spell it with a C, and they are related to me. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I I, I, di I didn't want people to make the same mistake. I, I do want people yeah. to find you, Mitch. Uh, right, I appreciate it, Mitch. As we wrap up the show, anything else that you want to add? No, I think we've covered a lot of stuff today. Uh -huh, I'm good. excited about working with you guys, and I'm excited about what people can do for podcasting. And if you got any legal questions? Send me you know emails and i'm always available to chat and i do zoom calls for free you know i'll always do a 20 minute 30 minute free consult somebody wants to talk about any kind of business problems they're having or tax planning or whatever always available let's go my calendar my calendar is on my website i believe yeah yeah let's do it guys go hit him up use him as a resource he is absolutely amazing he is going to teach you the ways he's like Mitch, you're like the, the Jedi master of business oh, law. Yeah. <laughs> From now on, it, it is. That's, that, yeah. that's how it is. You Not to are... put too much pressure on me. Exactly. Hey, Not to put know, too much we, pressure. We talked about the yeah. new personal brand, you know, the Jedi master of business. Yeah, I can so. wear a stormtrooper hat. Let's go. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that was the initial hook of the whole show. All right. Look at that. Full circle, baby. Full yeah. circle. Yeah, it, it's Friday. Mitch been up since like 2 a.m. I've been up since like 3 a.m. Fonzie, you slept in all day today. So with that said, Thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show on your favorite platform and on social media at BizBrosCo. That is right. And if today's guest, aka Mitch, the Jedi Master, help you move one step closer to your goal, please don't forget to share this episode and leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.